So in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about debt and whether you should go in it or run out of debt. I don't know what that means, but I'm trying to say get out of debt, hide from debt, or should you go into debt and borrow all of this money? Now, uh, if you're looking at uh, margin debt, which is basically <laughs> the, 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 you know, if, if you're shorting or you're going long a stock and, and you want to borrow money from your broker, then you uh, are, are basically taking on margin debt. And then eventually you're going to have to pay it back and you could get a margin call if your stock goes too high or too low, depending on you know whether you're longing the stock or shorting the stock. Now, I don't want to talk about margin debt, but if you're looking at margin debt, you're looking at uh, corporate debt, you're looking at uh, the debt of the U.S. government or pretty much any government around the world, it's all going up. And I don't know why I started on margin debt. That's like the most random thing you could talk about. But, um, you know, seeing people go out with their uh, $1,400 checks, I'm sure the margin debts are going higher. <laughs> and and with all this GameStop thing coming back to, back to life, I think you're surely going to see some uh, more debt. Uh, because, I, I, you know, I think people are going to feel like they have more money, go borrow some money, try to uh, make some quick money. And interest rates are, I mean, interest rates are rising, but they're still incredibly low. And so I want to kind of distinguish the difference between the good debt and the bad debt that we have. And if you look at back after 2008, um, you look at what was happening after, right? So a lot of corporations uh, loaded up on debt because interest rates were so low long time after 2008. Um, and you had Janet Yellen over there keeping interest rates super, super low. And, you know, she wanted consumers to go borrow, to go spend, you know, with all this Keynesian, you know, economics and and so that didn't actually really happen. I mean, I guess there was more debt. There was more spending. So, I mean, it did. But the biggest people, the people who took up most of the debt from the low interest rates was big corporations. And the big corporation went and, and did stock buybacks with all that debt. And so if you're looking at debt for stock buybacks, you know, that's not good debt. Now, it might be good for the shareholders in some cases, uh, maybe not in the long run, but in the short run, it's going to be good for shareholders. But for the company itself, it's not good. And I want to kind of put debt as a, like a two-edged sword. So it could be great for you, but it could also hurt you, right? You, you don't want to stab yourself. You want to stab whatever you want to stab as long as it's not yourself, um, so you want to be careful with it, but it could make you uh, a lot of money very quickly, at, at least relative to if you're spending your own money. And I, I want to start on kind of the personal level where you have 
uh, people, you know, wondering whether sh they should use credit cards, debit cards, you know, whether they should take a mortgage or just pay cash. And the, the answer I would give under most circumstances is if you're not financially stupid, then use debt. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, most of the times it's better to use other people's money than it is to use your money. Unless, you know, if you're, if you're someone who spends every penny you, you, you own <laughs> and you're spending other people's money and you can't pay it back, and I, I won't jump to the to the government right now, although I might eventually later. No, I will eventually later because that's like the, you know, the the most obvious culprit. But you know, I, I want to start with the personal level, and so I think if if you're, you know, maybe in your twenties, and you don't have. Uh, uh, too much money and you you know you just want to buy normal stuff you want to buy uh, groceries you want to pay rent you want to pay your bills just common stuff you want to pay gas I think you should use your credit card because first of all with when you use your credit card you get all of these you know like rebates and you know maybe some I know a lot of these card companies offer like uh, so when you spend hundred dollars you might get like a dollar or two back and that's a thing you don't get with uh, with a debit card but also you're you know you you have a lot more safety so if your stuff gets stolen your money gets stolen on your card uh, you're at pretty much no liability but the the more important thing and the the more common thing is you get to build up your credit score so you get to take on a mortgage and all of this when you are uh, let's say planning to, you know, if you take on a car loan, uh, you'll be able to, and, and the banks will lend you money, or or they'll lend you money at a lower rate. And so, the 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 important thing is, you have to pay back your your uh, your money every month. You have to pay back your credit card debt every month, or else. I mean, some of these card companies are charging 18 20% interest that's that's crazy you don't want to be paying back interest rates at 18 20% cuz that's going to be way more expensive than just using debit using your own money to buy stuff but uh if you have some financial responsibility you know you have some savings like maybe some emergency savings uh you have a steady job steady income, consistent income, then yeah, you should go on, take debt, uh, use your credit card instead of your debit card and make full monthly payments on the credit card. And so for stuff like, for stuff like mortgages, I say 99.9% .9 of the time, take on a mortgage, don't pay cash. Cash is the worst thing you could do for real estate. And I'm not a real estate person, but I think anybody buying a house should take a mortgage. I mean, here's the thing. Right now, mortgage rates are incredibly low. Uh, the 30-year uh, fixed rate mortgage is around 3%. If you look at that, then you're, you're essentially 
I mean, look at the rate of inflation. It's like 2%. And so uh, the actual money you have to pay, assuming that your income keeps up with inflation, is really around 1%. And you're, you don't have to use your money. And the thing is, a lot of the times, you can't even afford to buy the house with your money. And so for a lot of people, mortgages become uh, necessary. They become, you know, a requirement to buy a house. And so most people have to take on a mortgage to buy a house. And I think most people should take on a mortgage to buy a house because you're getting a fixed rate at 3%. And so if you think that the inflation rate is going to stay under 3% for 30 years, then... I mean, I don't know where you're really coming from, but you know, unless if you see just massive deflation, I guess taking a mortgage uh, would be bad. And, and, and I guess paying cash would be bad as well. But if you think that the average rate of inflation over, 30, over the next 30 years is going to be uh, over 3%, then you're essentially making money by borrowing other people's money. And so that, you know, that that would be the pretty much you're getting free money and you're getting someone else to to pay for your stuff. Uh, uh while, you know, in the in the present and so you could pay them back in the future. And so what you know, let's say you have a million dollars and you you know, you uh let's say you spend $500,000 to use as a down payment uh, for a house and uh, you know the, the, the bank lends you the rest uh, let's say it's another 500000 that the bank lends you so you know you have a 50% down uh, mortgage well now the other $500,000 you could go invest it Maybe in the stock market. Maybe you could buy another house with it, and do, you know, and, and and do whatever. Maybe you could start a business with it, and you're probably well. Maybe you're going to make money on that. You know, the the a five hundred thousand dollars you invest or you you use on a business, or you could buy something with it. But if you were to go a hundred percent down payment, then you know, you can't invest that money. You can't grow your assets, your wealth. And you're, you know, taking a mortgage, you're essentially growing your money with other people's money, which is the bank's money. And guess what? You know, the bank, if the bank fails, well, <laughs> the Fed's just going to do QE. The, fail, the Fed's just going to, you know, bail them out with monetary policy. And I don't know, maybe the, the government's going <laughs> to bail them out with you know, whatever fiscal spending also. And so right now, I think if you're going to get a house, the, you know, a 100% down payment would be a terrible idea. Especially if you think within the next 30 years, the annual average rate of inflation is going to be over 3%. And, uh, these are things that you should use debt on if you think that you could pay uh, pay the money back. Now, it's not necessarily good debt. See, see the, 
difference between good debt and bad debt is it all depends on whether you're making money or not on the debt. So if you're getting a mortgage and you're lent, you know, you're, uh, let's say you're renting your house out. And so you're getting all this free cash flow. You're getting all this money, you know, running into your pockets. Well, then I think it's good debt. Assuming that you didn't make a, you know, stupid investment. Maybe, you know, maybe if you bought houses in 2008, then, I mean, you could still call it good debt, but it's just a <laughs> bad investment. But on the other hand, if you got, if you got like uh, a millennial with their credit cards and, go, and they go spend it on you know, new clothes, new designer sunglasses or whatever, then that would uh, probably count as bad debt. And I would certainly count it as bad debt. I mean, if, I don't know, if you flip it or something, I guess you could count that as good debt. But if you're just going to buy it to consume and whatever the money you spend is not going to make you a return, uh, let, me, let me reword that. So the money you spend using your debt, if the interest on that money is not greater than the profit you make from you know, whatever investment you made uh, using the debt, then you have a debt that is you know, putting you at a disadvantage. It's, it's a burden on you. But if the amount of profit you can make using that debt is greater than the interest you have to pay on that debt, then the, the debt is making you money. And so you're basically getting rich from somebody else's loan. And so I, I think you should go in debt if that's the case. And the catch is, if you spend it on groceries, you take on a bank loan for groceries for some reason, you know, you're, you're not going to be making profit on your groceries. Probably not. I mean, who knows? If, if, if grocery prices keep on going up, if, if you bought toilet paper and you sold it on the black market, I, who knows? Maybe you could have made a fortune. Yeah, so maybe uh, it would be a good investment, a good, you know, good debt. If uh, you bought toilet paper back in March, but you know if you if you if you just bought you know some you know useless expensive good or service that that you're not going to flip or you know make a make a return off of, then you're you know you're you're making no profit off of it. And you have to pay back debt with interest. And so that, that debt is going to be bad debt. It's going to be a burden for you, a pure burden for you. And that's what you should want to avoid. But, I mean, here's the thing. If the interest you have to pay is so low or it's nothing, then you would always want to use debt. Because using debt, as long as you could pay it back, and that's a key thing. As long as you can pay back debt, it's always better to use other people's money than it is to use your money. Uh, and if you could use both, then use both. 
I'm not saying you should spend your money, but if you could invest it, spend it, then, you know, do both. But always go for other people's money first because you're not really at, uh, you're not really liable for other people's money. You just have to pay it back. And um, you avoid uh, the opportunity cost of using your own money. And also, if uh, if you're older and uh, you, you're not really making an income, you shouldn't take on too much debt either. Because if you can't pay back, then, I mean, if, if your house is your collateral for your mortgage, well, then you're kind of screwed because your house is going to be gone soon. So... It really depends on your financial situation, but let's get to the elephant in the room, which is uh, governments around the world. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I talk about the U.S. government all the time, but who's indebted? I mean, governments around the world are all indebted, and because governments are better than everybody at one thing, and that's spending money. Governments are amazing at spending money, but they're terrible. At making money, well, you know, they, they love raising taxes, but the voters don't love it. And so they're not great at making money. <laughs> and so you, you have a government that is using debt for unproductive things. I mean, let's, let's look at the U.S. government. They're, they're, they're using this, they're, they're uh, well... Selling treasuries to the Fed mostly, which is uh, pretty much just printing money. But they're also selling treasuries uh, to overseas, to people overseas, and to institutions and to individuals. So the government's getting all this debt, but what is the government spending the money on? Well, they just passed a $1.9 trillion bill. They're you know, funding state governments, which are pretty much all just going to waste this money. And of course, obviously, they're they're giving everybody fourteen hundred dollars, and all of this is unproductive. All of this does not generate an increased, uh, let's say, profit from the debt, the the amount of money that they had from the debt, and so they 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 don't generate any money from the debt, but they have to pay interest on the debt. Now, they're, they're basically borrowing back money, borrowing new money to pay back old money, to pay back the interest on the debt. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure the U.S. Uh, the U.S. interest payment on debt is about, you know, 30% of tax revenue. Now, I'm not sure if it's 30%. I could be wrong, but uh, I think I read somewhere that it's 30%. But I could be 100% wrong. I don't know. I think it's pretty high, though. Somewhere around 30%, maybe. And, I mean, if you think about that, then it's just someone who's way over-leveraged and spending all of their money on, on unproductive things. Where I think of a Think of a, you know, a twenty-year-old, who's, uh, who's got like eight credit cards, and who's borrowing money from one credit card company, to 
pay to another credit card company just to you know just to pay just to make the minimum payments <laughs> and, and and you know i mean it's essentially a ponzi scheme but nobody really cares because i mean most governments are running this ponzi scheme and plus most governments are insolvent and i mean the us might be might be the the, the biggest I guess the biggest elephant in the room, but they're all elephants. It's just a matter of who's bigger. And so the point is they're all unproductive with their debt. They all have bad debt. And it doesn't seem like they're going to pay back their debt anytime soon. And the question is, well, eventually they're going to have to pay. And how are they going to pay? And that question is very hard to answer, and unless if you're an insider or unless if you're a policymaker, um, you have essentially, I mean, you could you could make predictions, you could you know speculate, but it, it's hard to say. And even if you are a politician, it's still hard to say. I mean, you because politicians <laughs> like those guys don't know what they're doing either, right? They don't they don't have a plan, and if they did, they would probably do it already, right? But, I mean, nobody has a plan and everybody wants to delay it so that the next politician or the next Fed chair or, or whatever type of official, the next person deals with it, right? Kicking the can down the road. Everybody wants to delay the debt repayment, delay the point where we have to cut all of the spending. And... Um, you know, nobody wants to do it. And I mean, I would understand because a, you know, a 20 year old who's living a very lavish lifestyle, who's spending all the money they don't have. I mean, he, they don't want their lifestyles to change. They don't want to be, you know, going from triple uh, A steaks every night to eating, you know, pasta, right? They, they don't want that. But I mean, eventually, if their incomes don't increase, and it's not looking like the U.S. Uh, GDP is, is, is anywhere high enough to sustain its, you know, increasing debt levels. So, you know, you have some, you have a 20-year-old that's taking on all of this unproductive, bad debt, whose income is, is, is not anywhere high enough to fund that debt, and who's just borrowing more and more to pay back the existing debt. And so you're just building up a, a, a mountain of, of bad debt. And how it's going to be paid back is very hard to say. And, you know, the thing is, uh, the 20-year-old, the, the, the insolvent 20-year-old would have to declare bankruptcy or actually take the responsibility to pay back the debt. But the U.S. and every other country that is, you know, as or more insolvent have printing presses. <laughs> and um, so how we're going to deal with things now that we have kind of the easy way out option, although the easy way out option is not going to be an easy way out either, uh, how we're going to deal with things it's hard to say, and whoever has the answer will, well, whoever's right in their predictions will probably make a lot of money. So, at the very least, everybody should get prepared, and uh, 
of course, on the on the more personal level, take care of their own debts and, and, and make sure they can pay back their debts before they worry about the government. But the government's debts is certainly something that we have to worry about, at least in the longer term.